Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Diego Nostop and I hope you're having a great goddamn day. So yesterday I read the first chapter of Tatamin Dame and if you haven't checked that out yet, stop this episode right now and go and hear it out. I, I may not be a professional voice actor and I'm not the best with accents, but I did the best I could when, you know, just trying to bring my characters to life. So that said... Today, I wanted to dissect the chapter's main point, plot points and give you guys some background information on how I brought it to life. So let's get right down to it, man. Uh, I, so I began writing Entertainment Dame on Thanksgiving of 2019 with absolutely no plan. The only premise I had going on was I was just trying to figure out how Adam Bosch and Antonio Serenaf met. I knew they met at a speakeasy, so that's where I started things off. And... The picture I had in mind for the beginning of Tatamid Dame, for the beginning of this chapter, was something similar to the first episode of Mad Men, where we see Don Draper at a restaurant sipping on a drink and smoking a cigarette at work on his next advertisement for Lucky Strike. I love the look of the show, the feel of it, and though I personally stay away from cigarettes and I only drink occasionally and special uh, occasions, uh, holidays, birthday parties, and even then, I drink responsibly. Uh, this show, this episode, the beginning of Mad Men, it made me want to buy a suit just like Don's, purchase a cigarette, and you know, and start smoking the cigarette, and and uh, just just blow smoke in everyone's eyes, just looking all cool. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, um, in Entertainment Dame, in this chapter, we see Adam Bosch the same way we see Don Draper smoking a cigarette, and drinking alcohol. However, the, the reader introdu- is introduced Adam not through his eyes, but through the eyes of the woman he's with, Lucy. Now, when I first wrote this chapter, I had a major issue in my writing, head hopping, which is switching from one point of view to another without any warning. But once I edited, ah, edited this chapter, I chose to keep Lucy's point of view. Why, you may ask. I'll tell you why. Uh, Because by seeing the world through her eyes, the reader immediately sees what an asshole Adam can be. This is much, 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 much different to Mad Men because in that show, in that first episode, the viewer goes through Don's, Don Draper's entire day as an ad man before establishing him as a flawed and dislikable character, before seeing the other layers of of who he is. So we, we see... We go through to the through Don's day. He's he's we see him as a womanizer, and we're fine with it because again we haven't seen the full picture yet. We've only seen him as an admin, but towards the end of the episode, we get the full picture. We find out that he's a father and a husband, and we as the viewer are just fucking we're repulsed by him. To tell me, Dame, it doesn't wait for that big reveal. It shows you right from the get-go how dislikable Adam can be. Once this is established, we switch. We get through Lucy's point of view and we uh, switch over to Adam and we see what caused him to be such an asshole, why he, why he was such a dick to, to Lucy. And that reason was because of Antonia. And he, he watches her sing a song about Torch Love, which stems from Antonia's own experience with love. Adding on to that, lyrics also foreshadow what Adam should expect as he pursues her. 
which at the end of the day, it states that the relationship will be toxic, which I've mentioned before in the, the in-depth talk about, um, about, about this book, which you can check that out too. And so when the song ends, the reader meets Dickie. And if I rem remember correctly, Dickie's mentioned briefly in my novel Void through a tirade made by his father, Mickey. What stuck with me from that tirade was the strain mentioned in their relationship. Dickie and Mickey did not get along at all. So when Dickie made his appearance in Tame Dame, I was ecstatic to see what his persona personality, personality would be like. That fucking word. <laughs> and he didn't disappoint Dickie. Uh, Dickie ends up granting Adam a Russian nest doll or a ma ma matryoshka doll. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have looked into that before I read the book to figure out how to pronounce it correctly. Right now, since I read the book, <laughs> I'm pronouncing it the way uh, Dickie pronounced it, which just he, he says the word ma matryoshka. <laughs> it's kind of like um, Brad Pitt's character in uh, Inglorious Faster. W what did he say? Did she? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Matryoshka. Um, Matryoshka. I hope that. Hopefully, that's the pronunciation. I should have looked into the right pronunciation before I read it. But hey, I'm just putting it out there. You know, I do want to be respectful. Uh, I, anyway, just putting it out there. Um, so uh, Dickie grants Adam a Russian nest doll, and it serves as Adam's token to see Antonia. Now this doll represents family and fertility in Russia, and I also like to see it as a symbol for how Antonia will be presented in both installments of Tatamidame. See, when you open a Matryoshka doll, you'll discover another, a smaller doll inside, and when you open that one, you'll discover another one. This process can go up to 10 times, maybe even more until you get to the last set. How this relates to Antonia is that she has many layers. The layer the majority of the public sees is the first one, which is that of the strong and cold-hearted woman. But there is a warmth to her character. This warmth is hinted with her relationship with her brother, and I hope to explore this side in the second installment. So, Adam, in this chapter, Adam never gets the chance to talk to Antonia. Instead, he's forced to follow her to another section of the speakeasy. He goes upstairs, and enters a hallway guard guarded by Aubrey and two Russian men. And this hallway can be seen as the gateway into the underworld. Aubrey then gives Adam the choice to either leave now or enter and swear to become deaf, dumb, and blind. Now, in one of my previous episodes on my podcast, I mentioned that the words, those words, uh, deaf, dumb, and blind, were inspired by the lyrics in Pink Floyd's song, Dogs. Though I didn't use these words just because, just because, oh, I want to show off. Uh, I well, was like, oh, my love for Pink Floyd. No, I, I, I didn't intend to use these lyrics at first. Initially, what I wanted Aubrey to say to Adam was something along the lines of the ancient Japanese proverb, which is, I see no evil, I hear no evil, I speak no evil. But the words that I, I came up with didn't flow, so I resorted to deaf, dumb, and blind. It just it rolled off the tongue much easier, and it carried the same meaning uh, with that uh, Japanese proverb. Okay, so before I end the episode, I want to quickly talk about my favorite scene in this chapter. It, that scene is when Adam Bosch gets frisked by the female Russian bodyguard. I just loved 
how aggressive and dominant she was. She was the alpha. She was the one calling all the shots. And Adam just stood, stood there paralyzed. It's something he's never experienced before. And it's something he's going to have to get used to with Antonio. And that was my favorite scene writing it. And this is, I'm coming up with it now. Reading it, this was my first time doing a read-through. Which, um, which I, I really liked. It was fun. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm thinking of Margot Robbie's words. Uh, I'm not particularly good at it, but I like it. <laughs> um, and in the future, I might even, for the time, I might even um, like actually take some acting, voice acting classes, and so so I can be the one to narrate uh, my my fictional books. You know, it's 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 really fun to do it. It's it's, it's super fun. And I hopefully I did good. Um, you know, it's my first time. So anywho, that's that's it for today, folks. First off, I want to thank you for listening. It really, really means the world. If you like the episode, feel free to share it and spread the word. Tatema Dame is available to order on my website, venturesim-dreamer.com. Also, there should be a link in the description of the episode that will take you to the Amazon and Barnes & Noble page that will let you order it. That description i mean it's easy to see on youtube uh it should be on spotify i haven't checked apple and stitcher yet i should check that out because i mean spotify and youtube are the ones i use the most both as a consumer so anyway stack second stay tuned for the upcoming episode i'll be reading the next chapter of tatama dame which is titled deaf dumb and blind uh until then i wish you nothing but the best and i hope you have a great day thank you